Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. It's Janet, and I wish you all a wonderful day. It's my favorite day of the week, which you all know. And today we have a lot, a heavy, heavy duty kind of thing, a lot of information that's pretty heady or pretty, I don't know, intellectual. It took me a long time to get this ready for you guys. Now, before I go on to explain that, I do want to say that I'm going to be out of town next week, but I am, yes, I'm going to be doing the show from where I am. There can be a lot of noise, could be dogs barking and babies crying, but in any case, I will be doing the show using a different computer, so the sound quality will be different, but I'll be there. Okay. So, okay, today is a show with Marias, and... Just so you know, in this particular session, way back in 1987, he introduced a new term. The new term was shadow world. Now, it was never again used in any of Joan's other material, just so you understand, in about this time, just another month or two after this, she moved out of the state and she was no longer having regular Wednesday groups. She'd come back a couple, three times a year, and she'd have a group. So we did have groups after that, but we never had any more material on this term shadow world. And due to circumstances here, my busy schedule and the funny weather, we've had more rain, uh, which is great. Uh, I have not had... I did not have much of a chance to go out and really focus on exactly how he was intending this term, because in fact, he only described it in one sentence. So I made the choice, just so you know, to go in and change the term to what it, it did, does mean. Uh, it means the astral. Now, there had been several instances, and I, I know you know of them, where the higher self has come in at some point and asked us to use a different term. One of the biggest examples was when they asked us to start using the term originating source of all there is instead of God or universal source or any other more common indicator of the divinity that exists. And this is because the there are so many preconceptions, biases, uh, personal belief systems wrapped around these kind of terms that are out there everywhere, and so and because there are solidified truths about these terms in the astral. Now, 
Arias is going to explain the solidified truth, so you'll understand what I mean. But the, the higher selves wanted us to use a term that was not yet a, any kind of solidified truth in the astral, and that it didn't carry biases or any kind of personal uh, discolorations or misconceptions or preconceptions, I should say. So this is another example that Marias was moving to suggest a different term, shadow world, instead of using the word astral, because the word itself, astral, has many different connotations and solidified truths within the astral as well, within, within the astral. So uh, it was his way to bring, introduce a term that wouldn't automatically have people thinking or assuming or having preconceived ideas about the term astral. However, it was my call, I'm telling you this all up front, but it's my, it was my call to replace the term in the session with the term astral. In this day and age, I'm making a judgment call. Maybe it's a mistake, but I do feel like it's better just to stick with the term astral. I have talked about the astral in both my books. Well, maybe not in both my books, but my second book, Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe. I have it on my radio shows, uh, several. I think I have five shows on the astral, maybe more, or I'm not sure, maybe less, but several. Uh, I do believe they were last year. So I encourage you all to listen to those radio shows, you know, if so inclined, of course, so that you understand how the higher self, what they mean when they talk about the astral doesn't mean that anybody else's terms or definitions are wrong or whatever. It just means that they're different. And today's show, Marias is really emphasizing that the idea that we need to be clear about our terms. So because there really wasn't much more of Jones material using Shadow World, and because I was unable to really myself go out, I got a little information today, and and basically, I mean, early this morning, but I didn't have time to redo what I'd redone. <laughs> so, so anyway, I do understand it very well now. I got the download this morning, and but it just was too late to redo it. But it basically is the astral of the planet, and. So it's not incorrect what I have changed it to. It's just we do have run the danger, and you'll see why, of the people, you all that hear it get pulled in by the solidified truth around that term astral. So I'm asking you all to stand in the center of neutrality as much as you can to between belief and disbelief and just hear what Marias has to say. Marias being, and I, I, you know, I don't even explain anymore. I just think most people know. But Marias was the one who played. Marias is the fifth dimensional name for the interplanetary who played the role of Jesus. So Jesus was the fourth dimensional thought soul that he carried at the time, 2,000 years ago, when he was part of the group that infused the higher heart consciousness concept onto the planet. And this whole series that I'm doing in his own words, is related to this several members of this group, uh, Marias and Paul, who is Shadakis, Peter, who is another apostle, and 
Mary, um, Jesus' mother, all have come in in there to explain certain things, and I have all of them on the show. This one is the third to the last. The next two are Paul. But in any case, Mariah spends a lot of time trying to help us understand why clarity about the terms is important. And and because I do use a term that carries a lot of solidified truth, the term astral, I'm asking you again to stand in the center between belief and disbelief and just hear the information without attaching to it your whatever you've learned from somewhere else, whatever your preconceptions are, whatever, however you have defined the terms, the term. Of course, it's not about wrong. It's just that you would hear the information that Mariah is sharing in a different way because we funnel everything right through the mind that we have. So the best way to avoid discoloring, misunderstanding, misinterpretation is to stand in the center of neutrality. So I suggest and hope that you all will will try to do that. (laughs) Okay. Now, I do want to also say that the session was divided Today, Joan begins the amalgamation, and then before the healing circle work is done, which is something that she did every week, very important work, even though I haven't been doing it, but I think you all understand that there's so many ways we can do this kind of work. Anyway, so Marias comes in before the healing circle work. He gives the information, and then we go back to the healing circle work. Joan goes back to it. So I'm just going to... I'm not really going to do another healing. If the higher self come in and, and lead me somewhere, I will move from what Joan has done onto something else, whatever I get. But it may just end there. I don't know. I really have no idea. I'm just sort of leaving it up in the air for you guys. Okay. <clears throat> so, again, this information was... Brought in by Joan. She went into frequency July 22nd, 1987. And let us begin. Let's take a few moments now and quiet our minds. And in this state of quiet, let each of us individually focus our conscious attention on the light within. Now, we all know and understand that this light is symbolic of the pure soul essence. We all know that contained within the center of the light, we carry our highest point of power and perfection. We know that we're connected to the totality of all life at all levels through the connecting link of this pure soul essence. So let us take a few moments now and become very conscious of that symbolic light. Now, in this state of consciousness, allow the light within to grow until you are completely and totally encompassed within its center. Now move with that light into a further extension of the originating source energy and into a further extension of complete and total amalgamation with the totality of your individual higher selves. And let's invite now any higher selves from any realm or any direction that care to join with us in the session. Now let us remain very consciously focused, completely and totally conscious of our centeredness, of our extension into the originating source and our extension into the amalgamation of our higher selves. Three different realities, conscious of all three 
realities, conscious of every sound that you hear, proving to yourself that you have the ability to be in more than one place at a time, doing more than one thing at a time. Marias. Now, Marias steps forward and asks to address the group tonight before we get into the healing circle work. And so at this point in time, we will go out of sync as far as what we normally do. And then we'll come back at the end of the informational part to work in the healing circle tonight itself. All right. Marias would remind us, based on the information that we received from those that worked on this planet in the last evolutionary age, how the various individuals interpret and misinterpret and process the information as it comes through. Tonight, Marius would like to address certain issues as they pertain to definition of terms, realities, and dimensions so that we can become more unlimited in the process of opening that each of us are going through at this point in time. In the coming months and for the next many years, at the metaphysical level, there will be a tremendous step up by many individuals who will involve themselves in areas that deal with what could be viewed as mundane metaphysics. Mundane, not intended as any slur on any metaphysical belief or philosophy. Mundane simply meaning that many involved in the mundane world will become more involved in areas that deal with metaphysics per se. With this in mind, we are reminded that each individual soul processes at the level they're on at any point in time. Each individual soul or collective group of souls process based on the perception that each of these souls carry individually or collectively in a group. The higher self's desire tonight with the input from Marius and perhaps others to help us understand fully and completely in our own minds what their intent is when certain words and ideas and concepts are conveyed. In the processing of information, each of you are aware that the information as it processes from the higher level is absolutely correct in every way. However, it processes through the perceptions and conceptions of the individuals that are receiving the input. And therefore, the message in many instances is misunderstood, misinterpreted, and not heard at all. It is not intended as a derogatory thrust at any of the individual's processing information. It's simply to explain the necessity for being as clear as possible in your own mind as to what your definition of terms implies, at least from the viewpoint of the higher selves. The processing of information over the next few years will carry many different terms many different ideas, and many different concepts. You will hear many different philosophies embracing the term dimension or universe or level. Janet, please remember this was in 1987, and what we have now had not even really started back there, let alone been in full swing. Marias, you will hear ideas and concepts presented that would create the philosophy around alien beings processing from other planetary systems. Many spirit entities, regardless of what level they process on, will speak of being from the 7th, the 8th, the 10th, the 12th dimension or level or universe. I'm not here as Marius 
to comment on what these individuals mean when they express at that level. I'm only here to define terms as they pertain to what we mean when we discuss areas that deal with dimensions and levels. When we refer to dimension, we are not referring to something only as it pertains to the human kingdom universe, which contains within it the human kingdom heaven. When we use the term dimension, whether it be this dimensional frame that you're processing or the outer dimensional frame, we use the term as it connects with the concept of frequency, which has nothing to do with the ideas and concepts as they play themselves out in terminology that others might use. And it depends upon the awareness of the individuals or groups as to how it, it, they relate to the information and how it is played out in this fourth dimensional reality, where the individuals live and breathe and have their beingness. Janet, what Marias is referring to is the idea that the term dimension as defined by the higher self is not a place or another reality, but instead is reflective of the frequency level that any individual soul is vibrating at, whether it be a plant, animal, human, fifth dimensional, etc. Those in the plant kingdom vibrate at a higher level than the minerals, but at a lower level than animals. And Marias is saying that the term itself will be defined differently depending on the frequency of awareness that the individuals are on that are bringing the information in. And dimension is but one term that is in common use within many philosophies and modalities. And because of that, the higher self and myself as their mouthpiece have always tried to be clear about meanings. Without clarifying meanings, people hearing the information will color their, the words, these words with the meanings they have learned elsewhere which can only lead to misunderstanding and or misinterpretation and or false assumption. It doesn't make, again, it doesn't make any meaning bad or wrong, simply different. And the point is, we need to clarify. Marias, all souls have at this point in time the reality that could be viewed as the past, which carries the altered realities created then and that process at the soul mind level in the now. Additionally, there are future realities that have not been realized by anyone in any time space dimension. And then there is the reality of the now that you live on in this planet in the present time. There are also many other realities that process within the individual energetics and the planetary energetics, the astral. And they must be dealt with in order to remain clearly in place very clearly unlimited as the abilities that each of you carry and that each of you will process and that each of you will once more use on this planet in this time-space dimension in order to assist other evolving life forms. Janet, as some of you know, we all carry around with us the energetics that we've created through thought, action, emotion from this lifetime in every lifetime. It's that energetic baggage we all have, which I encourage you over and over again to let go of and neutralize. Okay, the planet Earth carries a similar energetic load, but to a much greater degree. The Earth carries the astral, which is all thoughts of all humanities of all time. It's so huge. 
Again, I've done shows on the astral. Please do not confuse the higher self discussion of the astral with the other things you may have learned about it. There may be some overlap, of course, but the point Marias is making is let's be clear about the term. He goes on today to explain a little more, but all my shows on the astral that I, I believe I did last year, I explain a lot more as well. So, so again, I encourage you to listen to get context and a fuller understanding of the very powerful place that the astral is. Okay, Marias. Each world within the human kingdom universe carries the astral with its solidified thought forms that have crystallized over the space of time that the planet has housed evolving life forms. You've been given information as it pertains to the idea of truth and the fact that the highest level of originating source energy and evolutionary momentum, truth does not exist. For moment to moment to moment, that that is seen as truth evolves and grows and experiences and remains as unlimited as possible. Strike that. And becomes an ever-evolving. Let me repeat that sentence. You've all been given the information as to as it pertains to the idea of truth and the fact that at the moment that the moment to moment to moment that what is seen as truth evolves and grows and experiences and becomes an ever-evolving truth. In this sense, we've always requested that each of you remain as unlimited as possible in what you would lock down and call the truth. However, contained within the various realities that are thought-created, that being your own altered realities in your own thought-form body, and the altered realities in the astral frequencies of the many planets. There are what could be viewed as altered realities that have become solidified truth. What this means is that within those energetic states, there are many instances of a very strong solidified truth where the, indiv- for, where the individual or the planet at large is concerned. Janet. When a truth is solidified, it means that it has gathered enough strength from all that went into it to seem or to be an absolute truth, an unquestionable truth. Very, very powerful. So solidified that it comes away with being absolutely, absolute truth and unquestionable truth. Okay, that's what we're dealing here with these solidified truths. Marias, therefore, as the individuals upon the planet begin to process and open in an unawakened state, there will be many instances where the interpretation of quote-unquote truth will be based upon what the planet's astral has to offer. An example would be, in the astral of this planet Earth, there are solidified truths as they pertain to every single philosophy, every single religion, every single process that has gone into the idea of higher levels of philosophical seeking and searching. And it's to be remembered that the interpretations are dependent upon the level from which the soul is reaching. Knowing this, it's not advised to stand in a lofty position and look down upon any orthodox structures of some philosophy 
and feel that the humanities are unable to strive for higher levels of understanding within their given frame of reference. Why? Because every single philosophy, regardless of the level upon which it has processed, connects to a very real solidified truth within the astral of this planet on Earth, insofar as the various individuals that reach this point, that point, are concerned. Okay. He, what Marius is not saying is that because individuals are pulling from that solidified truth, that that truth is the truth. He's not saying that. It is not that clear. But instead of changing it, um, I'm clarifying it. <laughs> okay. So he doesn't also explain why not to be lofty. But not being lofty is the message we've gotten from many different arenas and many different directions. First, we need never be lofty because we're all equals. We all carry the pure soul essence. But second and equally important, every philosophy carries solidified truths that make it attractive to many. So all philosophies are equal in that way too. Third, it's important to remember that any quote-unquote truth is actually an opportunity for individuals or groups of individuals to move forward in their processing of increasing awareness. For some, the truth, in quotes, of a philosophy or a belief that they are attracted to could be at a level just higher than the one the individual has been on. And so for that individual or for those individuals, this truth brings an expansion into their awareness. For others, the truth may in time become limiting, and then it gives the individual choice to move to another philosophy, one caring for that individual or those individuals a more expanded truth. So it's really important not to be lofty, not to um, look down and make judgments, okay? Just to remember that these truths, for the most part, are being pulled in from connecting, from individuals connecting from the astral solidified truths. They also would carry some similar solidified truths within their own energetics, their own etheric bodies, their own altered realities. And so they speak to one another, so to speak. Okay, Mariah. It's important to understand that in reaching into these altered realities, whether it's, it be your own altered reality or the altered reality of the planet itself, there are highly sensitive types of individuals who can reach in and pull out information that has been solidified at the truth level insofar as the astral is concerned. This is called to your attention. From the next few years, you'll see more and more of this solidified truth from the astral of this planet working with the altered realities of the individuals who are interpenetrating into that world containing the powerful but limiting solidified truths. You will see more and more and more of these solidified truths being brought into this reality. And it may, from time to time, create confusion, unease, frustration, anxiety, and a need on the part of you to check this out and assure yourself that this this, whatever this might be, is a truth for you. Janet, Mars is speaking to the powerful 
multiple belief systems that are present in so many modalities, so many philosophies. For those who are able to tap into the energies often come back with the knowing of one of these solidified truths. And because they're so adamant with their knowledge, others are often swayed to follow or to, and to believe it themselves, or they already carry similar beliefs in their own personal energetic altered reality state. So in this way, uh, there, there are philosophies that carry many follower, followers, and with that, they often carry the belief that their way is the way. In fact, this is not, not a bad thing. Again, this presents to many individuals, no matter what frequency level their awareness is on, a lot of choice as to what is right or not right for them. This allows individuals to move step by step through their evolutionary process. Marias also says that these solidified truths also could create confusion for us, that we could be drawn to any number of philosophies or belief systems. Again, this is not a bad thing. It enables us to question, discover, explore, and understand in our own right. Marias, as you know, we always invite individuals to pursue any path they desire, they desire to pursue. We've never promoted the idea that what we say from the higher level, regardless of which of us carries this information to you, is the end-all be-all. Nor have we ever promoted the idea of building a philosophy upon which an outreach could take place that would attempt to sway individuals at any level from that their path that they happen to be on at any point in time. When you hear individuals discussing a spacecraft that is parked in the 15th dimension, and when enough people on this planet begin to pick up that idea and concept, you must understand that in the astral of the planet Earth, there is indeed a spaceship that is stashed in that dimension, whatever the dimension might mean to the individuals that are processing it. Already, in fact, there, ha there has, or there is within the astral, a tremendous amount of input and solidified truth as they pertain to UFOs. Therefore, as the various individuals interpenetrate this astral and begin to pick up, they will bring out into this reality again what they perceive as a very real truth. Additionally, you will hear many individuals talk about the fact that they are alien beings and that, that they are coming to you from universes removed from this universe. You will hear other individuals that other individuals talk to you about coming from other dimensions outside of this dimension. And it is to be remembered of, at all times that in our definition of terms, speaking not for the individuals who are voicing and wording their own reality in the manner that they perceive it to be, our definition and the manner in which we use dimension deals specifically with and only with frequency as it pertains to vibratory matter. Janet. Again, frequency is the basis upon which the term dimension is defined. So the first dimension, the mineral kingdom, is a very dense frequency. It's not another place. It coexists in the, with the second dimension, the plant kingdom, and the third, the animal kingdom, and the fourth, the human kingdom. They all coexist in the same place on Earth. In fact, the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimensions are also in the same place but the frequency is so high, we can't perceive it. So again, dimension is related to frequency, not location. 
Marias. It is not a time of testing. We prefer not to use terms of testing or learning lessons. For th this implies that those being tested or the those who are learning lessons are incapable of evolving in an effortless and a positive manner. It also implies that the individuals who are quote unquote learning or being tested have beings above them that are laying out the game plan in order for the tested individuals to become worthy of moving forward. In fact, the only test that occurs is one that happens each time an individual soul makes a step forward then that individual is tested by inviting in whatever the Lucifer element has to offer, who is there to be certain that the individuals are firmly in place before taking another step forward. Janet. Okay. If you haven't heard my radio shows on the testers and tempters, please go back and listen. This is a very big concept. And again, the word Lucifer is described very differently by the higher self than is the than it, than the word is held at the solidified truth level in the astral, and for sure there is there are many solidified truths around the term Lucifer. So the way the higher selves define Lucifer element is very different. I don't have time in this show to explain the fifth dimensional who play out the role of testers and tempters and how they're on the same team with the fifth dimensionals that are present on the planet carrying the dual soul nature. Both, both parts of the team carry the dual soul nature. I don't have time to explain how that works here on this show because I think I did it over what three, four, five shows. So it is a very, very important concept and, so I encourage you to go back and listen. <laughs> anyway, okay, now, Mar Marias. All realities, the past now, the now, the now, and future now, and the altered realities of the astral and of your own etheric bodies, process one step at a time. Evolution processes one step at a time. Realities process one step at a time. In dealing with all of the realities, the astral of this planet and the personal astral carried, carrying your own altered realities, each step is processed from the place that you stand in any moment in time. You are standing in the now, processing in the now, but whatever is being picked up comes with the understanding that everything does not necessarily relate to the reality you happen to be in. Janet. However, we're processing from the reality we happen to be in. Okay, back to Marias. This group, for the most part, stands in a very centered place insofar as their ability to move beyond the phenomenon into area, phenomena into areas that deal with a more unlimited level of being able to grow and experience and expand and evolve. And yet in many instances in the next many years, the phenomenon will appear to become greater and greater. Again, as various individuals at various levels of soul growth begin to interpenetrate all the altered realities and process them through their own perception, more and more of the phenomenon will become very, very prevalent. It's really important 
strike that. It's really unimportant to anyone but yourself as to who and what you really are. It is important to you for you are reaching into that true soul reality of your fifth dimensional nature. It is unimportant to this person on the street or your next door neighbor that they know who you are. Janet, first of all, keep in mind that he was saying this in 1987. The information now, because of the evolutionary thrust, the energies, the frequency on the planet is so much more expanded than it was 30 years ago, that it is, uh, the time is that I can speak about this information. But in 1987, there was all fair amount of caution about who we spoke about it to. One of the reasons being that we didn't want to play into the tendency toward phenomena. Now, what does Mariah mean by phenomena? Simply that we become enamored, say, of someone who professes to be from the 22nd dimension or another planet or something that is exciting and different, for example. Thinking that this thinking that someone else, some one else, something else is bigger, better, smarter, whatever, than we are, leads us into not accepting our own purity and perfection. We can't own who we are when we're thinking that we're less than someone else. And phenomena tends to take the focus of attention away from who we truly are to focusing on something external that seems bigger, better, more important, smarter, more enlightened, more, more, more. Okay. Marias, as each of you stand in the center of the now, it's extremely important to each of you individually that you understand this reality is the only reality within which you can process all of the other realities. This reality processes the future realities you're moving through, as well as the past realities you have moved through, the astral realities on the planet, etc. And you're the only vehicle of expression in this reality that can process it. It's difficult many times to convey with words the expandedness of what it is truly all about. And because of that difficulty, in many instances, it's necessary to use whatever words or symbols are available, but it becomes important to know that each of you will use and understand the words and the symbols that are best, that are the best available at the time in order to convey an idea or concept. You should be very aware at times without locking, about locking down on the words and symbols and pictures. For at the moment that happens, you have created a limitation to yourself. It's important, especially because each of you carry the ability and will ultimately be involved in processing information from these various realities. It's important to be as clean and clear and objective and unlimited as possible with the understanding that practice makes perfect, that until you've actively worked with this information, there will be moments in time when you look back and see that perhaps the word you used was inadequate to the concept or to the idea that you were truly processing. As long as anyone sits in this reality, 
there will be certain perceptions that the information must flow through until such time each of the souls involved have reached a state of objective purity, which is where each of you are going at this point in time and will ultimately arrive at that point of objective purity. But it's also important not to sit back and await that time. It's important for each of you to make the commitment to yourself that you will begin to process and work at the information level, informational level, with the understanding that there are many realities that you will be interpenetrating and that you will be working with. And above all, commit to yourself with the understanding that the unlimited space within which you vibrate is that unlimited space of being connected totally and completely to that originating source. And in that connected space, you are moving, experiencing, and evolving moment to moment to moment. Don't let the terms of other philosophical vibrations confuse you. It's important in any undertaking to be able to listen to what others have to say, whether you agree or not, and allow them to say it. Level it out into your own understanding of your own terminology, and nine times out of ten, you'll find the only disagreement that exists is in the perception of how the information has flowed itself through. Now, as it pertains to the astral, which contains the solidified truth of the actual thought, meaning they are fixed there as absolute, and those who tap into that or tapping into that absolute truth and bringing it back as absolute truth. But as to the astral, there is work that can be done by you individually and by the group collectively in order to bring in as much harmony and understanding into the astral realities as possible. Janet, there's a lot of information here. And what is clear, but not clear, is that Mariah is saying all the realities that he's speaking of, the past realities, the now realities, and the future realities, the realities that we carry in our own energetic field, the astral realities, we are going to be pulling information from those realities, all of us are going to be pulling information from those realities. And we need to remain as open and as clear as possible because we have to process that information from the mind level, from our expression here in the now. It's the only way we can process it. The clearer we are, the clearer we're going to understand the realities that we are tapping into. He also wants us to remain completely unstuck. Don't attach or fix on any particular truth because it limits us. It limits us to lock into anything because truth is ever expanding truth. Truth, there is no the truth. So, We want to remain as unlimited as we can be. We do our best we can, the best we can with the words, the the symbols, the analogies. You hear me all the time with these things. We do the best we can to explain the information or the realities as we're picking them up 
but we need to remain unlimited and not lock into those because we limit tomorrow's expansion. As we become more clear, we neutralize more, we unclutter, we we, um, are able to let go of preconceptions and beliefs and the emotionalizing issues, the emotions and everything. If we're able to clear more and more, we will be able to hear, to understand, to voice the information from higher and higher levels, whether it's about a technique, whether it's about a concept, whatever it is. And that's really what Marius is trying to get us to do. He really wants us to remain unlimited. And over the series of these many weeks, in his own words, I think I mentioned, I can't remember whether it was only in my meetup groups or with clients, but I think I mentioned on the show that I myself have been reading and hearing and absorbing and taking in this information at different levels, at a more expanded level than I had when I first heard the information and when maybe eight or ten years ago I read the information again. So a lot of my techniques that I'm using on myself and in my groups and my clients is shifting and changing and going through a state of expansion and I've decided I'm bringing some of these new concepts. I've, I've done bits and pieces here and there, but I'm going to bring the whole Magilla to my meetup group this week. And I think after I finish the In His Own Words on the show, uh, which is just two more times after today, I will be bringing it to you all too. So basically I'm going through exactly what the higher selves are explaining we're all going through. We're going through this awakening and by cooperating and clearing as much as we can, we're going to be able to move into those higher levels more easily. If we lock into something and say, this is it, this is right, this is the truth, and it's not only true for me, but it's true for everyone, then we limit ourselves. And that's why I've always professed, because it was professed to me when I first heard the information, that this is not an either-or type of philosophy. The higher self information can dovetail and supplement and work with any other interest or philosophy that anyone has in their life. It isn't about, oh, you have to give up that. This is the truth. It isn't like that. This is offering you ideas and concepts that everyone then has a choice to feel resonance with or not. So, and to use how you wish, it's very versatile and you're only limited by your own imagination. So that's basically today. Very, very, very difficult, I thought, Um, especially for you guys because I knew that there are people who would not have any context about the astral, for example, and about the Lucifer element as a second example. There were a lot of um, areas here that I don't remember having the same confusion when I heard it the first time, but I've been going every single week and I had it, you know, very clear in my consciousness all 
the information, typing it up, <clears throat> transcribing it, so that I really held on to the information so so well. So I don't remember having the confusion about it, but reading it over now, <clears throat> in light of the idea that I was going to be sharing it with people that may not have the context that I did, I really came to understand how complex it was. So I encourage you to listen to it more than once. Uh, you certainly can write me. I have just received the first email, I don't know how long, to Janet at JanetRichmond.com. So I know that email works, guys. Email me if you have questions. Please email me, Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Okay. Now, Marias, remember, continues with the healing circle. And it is in this po- point that he comes in and moves us to the healing circle. But I wish to just, because I've just been talking, maybe lost the connection with your amalgamated state, I'm asking everyone to just take a few deep breaths and move into the connection with the originating source of all there is. Plugging into that energy field, becoming one with it, and having it encompass and connect with the totality of who you are, at the pure soul essence level, at the mind level, the soul level, including the fifth dimensional soul and the fourth dimensional soul, and also becoming one with the totality of your higher self. In this way, we have brought a self back into the state of complete and total amalgamation and just sense, feel, experience the intensity of this amalgamated state, giving permission to the divine energies, to become one with us, to process with us in the free will arena that we live in. Remember, everything processes through this vehicle of expression, the vehicle of expression of each of you. And with that, Marias, mind, Marias would move us now into the healing circle, asking that each of us focus our attention on the healing circle, asking that each of us thought project, project into the center of the healing circle, remaining conscious of sitting in your chair, remaining conscious of being in the center of the healing circle, remaining consciousness, conscious of your centeredness, your amalgamation, remaining conscious of every sound that you hear, being conscious just on all of these levels at once, standing in the circle as the hub of this healing energy. The fifth dimensionals who've laid aside the fourth dimensional facade body, who work within the fixed astral, fixed astral, move in to join us in the center of the group. And as we stand in the center, they ask that we become very centered in higher heart consciousness energy, flowing it from the heart center up through the top of the head, making no judgment about the energy, but flowing it, that we infuse within the higher heart consciousness the energy of hope, the energy of faith, a powerful combination, faith, hope, and love. Now continue to allow that flow. You're the fountain collectively as a group. And as we stand in the center of the healing circle, calling in all souls at all levels who desire to partake of this healing circle, 
whether they be in body or out of body. All souls from all dimensions, from the tiniest grain of sand to the highest level of any dimension that desire to partake of this, whether they partake of it as healing energy or partake of it by assisting in this work. The healing circle expands, 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 expands. All souls move in to assist, to be assisted. Remain conscious of standing in the center, being that fountain of faith, hope, and love, pouring that out into the totality of the healing circle and out into the universe known and unknown. Now let's move to the center of the astral, suspended in its center, infusing the energy of faith, hope, and love into all of its altered realities. Please remember that whether these altered realities are fixated, solidified astral truth, or whether they are the moment-to-moment creations that are being built and which will ultimately create a solidified truth within their own right, we are infusing these with thought vibrations, with higher heart consciousness, energy, hope, and faith. So that when we work in this manner, we're creating a high level of frequency. So that when someone draws from the astral a fixed, fixated, solidified truth, they draw that and contained within it are the high frequency energies of faith, hope, and love. There are many ways to work to assist those you will never meet, and this is one of those ways. Now leave in that astral. Now leave that in the astral. Do not remove your thought projected self from the astral. Leave it there to work continuously like a gushing fountain that never ceases. Leave yourself in the healing circle, a fountain continuing to flow out these energies. Now become conscious of sitting in your chair and take a few moments to experience the fountain of love for yourself, making no judgments, bathing yourself in faith, hope, and love. You are perfect. You are in control of your life. You carry your highest point of power through your connectedness at the pure soul essence level. And as you bathe in this beautiful vibration, In this beautiful energy, you are lifting yourself into higher levels of fourth dimensional facade soul-mind awareness, clearing the way to more easily connect and touch the true essence of who you really are. Marius thanks you for participating and invites you to consciously think of this astral astral vibration and to consciously think of the healing circle. For every time you consciously focus upon this, you empower it and you bring more energy to it. Okay, this is Janet. I just want to move in and see if there's any anything else the higher self wish to add. And they're moving right in. And they're saying at this point of time, we wish to add to the energies that are infused within the healing circle within the astral at this point in time. And we would like to infuse within this energy field the idea of clarity of vision and expanded perception. 
the these energies and the energy of divine awakening will further enable the astral realities, both the personal and the planetary astral realities, to take in the more expansion and they carry with them as they are pulled in by various individuals who are tapping into those energies, they will also carry the expanded understanding, the expanded awareness, and the expanded process of the awakening itself. Please understand that even though the altered realities, as you understand them, even though they are soulless and mindless and willness in their own accord, they too have a process of evolving from depending on where, what level they are currently at, they evolve into higher and higher levels of frequency. And therefore these divine energies that are infused in them, whether they are infused in the individual astral or the planetary astral, these altered realities themselves are moving in their own evolutionary process and expansion into higher frequencies. This enables the individuals tapping into them to more freely and easily move into their own soul evolution, uh, evolutionary process at a higher and an accelerated manner. This indeed means that the work that you are doing as a group on the show by infusing these very powerful divine energies from that state of amalgamation and oneness with the originating source of all there is, is helping to facilitate the evolutionary process of the four lower kingdoms as well as to help accelerate your awakening process allowing your facade souls to vibrate at higher and higher frequencies as they as the clearing process continues and the energetics themselves that still remain move into higher levels of frequency. Again, we would ask that each individual move into and consciously take in these energies that have been activated and provided throughout this process that Marias led you through many years ago and has been facilitating for you again today. Okay. What the higher selves are saying, and this is some sort of conglomerate higher selves that are giving me the information. I'm doing the best I can to give you the word. They are really indicating that we need to take time to experience and take in and process and to bathe in these energies ourselves. That this is facilitating the expansion and the movement of the altered realities into higher frequency levels that 
as well as the as well it not only does that but it also facilitates our own awakening at the mind and the soul level bringing our own facade soul into higher and higher frequencies and accelerating our own awakening and our abilities to release and let go our abilities to clear and become more objective so to speak or more able to stand in the center between belief and disbelief so please partake of the energy i am also seeing the there's a force field of energy that gets set up to allow the lucifer element or the testers and tempters to come in to partake of the energy keep in mind that the testers and tempters are veiled they are unaware of their pure soul essence and they need the nurturing and, and nourishment of the light in order to continue to process their journey as testers and tempters and when we set up an energetic field to the, the um, in the manner which we are doing right now which we have done this is a, an incredible opportunity for the testers and tempters to come in and to be completely bathed in the light and take in the nourishment in a very profound deep manner enabling them even though they are veiled enabling them at that facade soul level to bring their own altered realities into a higher frequency state this in turn helps them at the facade soul level loosen uh, let go of some of the solidified truth that they have taken on both personally and that they tap into within the astral. And this is important because as you remember in my testing and tempting series, that testers and tempters, even though they are fifth dimensionals carrying the pure soul essence, they carrying the pure soul essence and the facade soul, just as we in our journey through the human kingdom universe we have taken on at the facade soul level many misunderstandings and misconceptions and and misinterpretations as well as everything else fears the doubts everything the testers and tempters have done the same thing and one of the solidified truths that is present not only in the astral but within the individual and groups of individuals collectively of the testers and tempters is that somehow that they are now in conflict with those of us that are working the path of light so this energy field that they take in this incredible light that they are able to absorb in great a great in great quantity so to speak is enabling them to start to bring that solidified truth that they are in conflict with us but in is is loosening that is bringing that concept to a higher level of frequency each and every time we provide this light for them and at some point the the idea that we're working together will be more prevalent will have more of a say will will be part of the concept or the possibility 
within that societal mind. The reason this is important is because they often thinking that we're in conflict with them, they might try to throw us off our destiny path or create shadows between various individuals that are carrying the light. So it would facilitate our process of being the teachers, of the being the bringers of the light. It would facilitate our process if we were wouldn't have, you know, the testers and tempters from time to time focus on us and create difficulties for us. So this is a very powerful, powerful energy field that we are creating, and I am seeing legions of testers and tempters come in to partake of the light. And there is very definitely a force field protecting us so that there is no interchange, there's no testing and tempting going on while this process of nurturing and nourishing uh, is going on for the testers and tempters. There is nothing else going on. There is just a very free flow of energy to all souls at any level in any dimension that need or want to use, be of assistance using this energy. I mean, to help us. We, we do have um, ongoing, we already, Marius already started it, but we do have this energy being brought into the astral bringing all those astral energy identities and altered realities up to higher levels, frequency levels. Amalgamating the higher energies with the solidified truth so that when somebody pulls in a solidified truth, these other energies, both what Marias put in and what I added, the the vision and the expanded perception and the divine and awakening, those have all been added. Now, further increasing the frequency of the solidified truth, further facilitating those who pick up the solidified truth, those that bring that information in, it will help their own altered realities that they carry and the help them accelerate in their awakening. Okay. Just so much going on. The energy is very intense. I'm not getting anything else. Um, The higher selves are indicating that we have had a lot to digest uh, from the show today. They're also indicating to me, and I appreciate it because I didn't have time this morning morning to really check it out, but they are indicating the fact that I use the term astral is is, um, not a problem. The the energies we're infusing into the solidified truth is going to help those who pick up, uh, that hear the information, to hear at a higher level, to connect with the, the ideas and concepts of the astral rather than the locking into other kinds of definitions to the word um, astral. So they're saying it's, it's, it's okay. 
Okay, so that's good. All right. Well, with that, I am going to close down the healing. It is still processing, and it's so intense. I'm really feeling it. I'm thinking you all are feeling it. But it is hard. It is hard to even just have a conversation sometimes when it gets so intense. And I would like to just remind you that next week I will be doing a radio show. It will be Paul Sadakis. I will be doing it from another location as I'm traveling. And it will be a different computer, so it'll sound a little different. And it will also be in a space that there could be dogs barking and children, babies crying. So in any case, I just, just bear with me. We have those kind of noises, you know, (laughs) it's okay. And then when I return, I'll have one more session with Paul and that will be the end of In His Own Words, that this whole series. And after that, I am going to be sharing with you some of the changes, some of the new things that have come out for me in the process or for the process of neutrality, for the process of awakening, for the process of expansion. It, it In a way, it's exactly the same as it was, but it just comes from a little bit different direction and it's a little bit more expanded. It's a kind of a slightly shifted uh, way of looking at things. And it's okay. Next week or next month, it might be, I mean, next week from when I do explain, um, it could expand again. And that's a good thing, guys. That's a good thing. It doesn't make any of the other information or any of the other techniques wrong or bad. That's really important. They still work. They're still powerful. They're st- it's all still good. It, it is just adding a little more expansion, allowing a little more acceleration. Sometimes I go back and I do the old way. You know, it's not, it's not right or wrong. It's all what feels right to you in the moment. And with that, because otherwise I could gab on and on, I am going to say goodbye. Have a great day, a great week, and I'll be talking to you next week. Now, oh gosh, I'm traveling the day before the show. I'm going to try to set the show up on the day before I travel. That's next Monday. If you don't see it set up, do know that I will be doing it. I would have to set it up that morning if I don't get to it the Monday before I leave, but I will try to do it. I'm glad I thought of that. Anyway, I really love you all. Always, always, always thank you for being part of my life. And with that, I'm ending the episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events, or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.